have Brandy Gordon in the house today. Really exciting. Brandy <laughs> is a fashion model, YouTuber, TikTok, and Instagram influencer. Thanks for coming on. How have you been? I know you've been super busy. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited about this. Uh, I've been good. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, trying to put out as much content as I can. Um, decorating my apartment. I moved to LA in January, so I'm still kind of fresh. Where were you originally from? So I grew up in Florida, um, but I was living in New York before I moved to LA. So I've just kind of hopped around from city to city, Miami, New York, now LA. And so you're decorating your place? I am. Yeah. So I painted these paintings behind me. You know, you can sell those on Etsy too. I know. I was thinking about doing something like that. I'm starting a website right now. I'm building up a website and I think I'm going to have a little online store um, where I can sell some clothes and maybe some artwork. The clothes, do you make clothes as well? I do not make clothes, but um, I was thinking about maybe designing a couple. Um, I haven't quite started yet, but it's in the process. How do you do that? So you design on paper and then what happens next? So you kind of send it into a manufacturer and then they'll send you sample pieces. You tell them what you like or don't like, send it back. And eventually you create the perfect piece. How long have you been in Los Angeles again? So I moved to LA in January. Why? What made you move to Los Angeles? I'm in San Francisco. Oh, are you? Oh, I yeah. love San Francisco. It's so beautiful there. It's gorgeous. Um, so I wanted to move to LA because I was living in New York. And when COVID hit, it was just way too crazy. <laughs> it was very intense there. Really? You know, like little apartment, you know? It, so I was very happy to like come out here where I have mountains to like frolic on. <laughs> and did you, how did you find the apartment that you were living at Craigslist? No, I didn't. Um, so I was actually doing Airbnbs for the first time. Um, right. Once I was here, I had a different Airbnb almost every month trying to figure mm -hmm. out what area in uh, Los Angeles I wanted to live in because they're so different. You know, you have Venice Beach, Hollywood, uh, Santa Monica, you know, there's so many different areas to live in. So I was trying them all out and I decided on Hollywood. So have you been clubbing? Have you been going out and partying since you moved there? I went on a couple of times, uh, maybe Whoa. like three times. It's been fun. Uh, it's nice because the clubs close at 2am. So you get to go home early and still have a good day tomorrow. Do you watch reality TV on Bravo? Um, yeah, I've watched a little. Um, I don't know. I was, gonna, I was gonna ask if you've been to Tom Tom or any of the Lisa Vanderpump restaurants. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, I'll have to check them out. Do you know who I'm referring to? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, she's in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on Broadway. Uh, Young, energetic vibe. Uh-huh. I, like I, I feel like you will belong there. How old are you? I'm 23 years old. Hell, what did your parents say when you, when you, when you wanted to move from uh, Florida to New York? 
Um, I mean, I'd already moved. I grew up in a town called Jacksonville, which is in North Florida. And then I moved down to Miami and I was living there for two years. Um, so, um, so going to New York, it was a little bit of a jump, but it wasn't too crazy because I wasn't going straight from home to New York. Um, so they trusted me and knew I was going to be safe and knew how I lived. Were you living alone or do you have roommates? Uh, so when I was in New York, I was living with my ex-boyfriend. Um, and then in Miami, I lived in a model apartment, actually. What so, is a model apartment? I'm so oh, glad you brought all this up. <laughs> it's so it's like America's so, Next Top Model kind of thing. Yes, exactly like that. Exactly. Is it also uh, catty? Oh, yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of drama in it. Okay, so how can you start in the beginning how you how you got to the model house? Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, whenever you're going down for like temporary stays, a lot of times models are only there for a couple months, a couple weeks. Uh, so they just kind of throw us all into this one house and we pay like by the night or by the week or by the month, however. Uh, so you'll meet all kinds of different women from all over the country, all over the world, even, you know, like I had a Brazilian roommate, um, some Polish roommates. So you meet a lot, a lot of people. Wait, are they um, all from the same agency? Sometimes they're different. It depends. Some like this one I was staying in was a real estate agent who actually did it and would work with the um, different modeling agencies. But some modeling agencies have their own where it's like all girls from the same agency. But it just depends. Okay, so you moved there and you how many bedrooms? Uh, There's three bedrooms. And we had bunk beds. Uh, so there's a lot of girls in there and we would share like one bathroom it was crazy <laughs> how long were you living in the model house i lived there for like five months a long time oh my god bunk beds that means when people hook up you can hear and see everything because that will happen for <laughs> well, sure <laughs> i mean they're not supposed to have voiceover some girls do anyways but they're not supposed to <laughs> and so okay what is this model house called so we just call them model house, uh, model apartment. Model uh, appointment. Yeah. Do you have to pay to stay there? You do, yeah. And it's it's kind of expensive, but it's good for like, uh, you know, when you're kind of moving around and you don't really have an apartment for yourself, you know? So like the one in Miami, that was 1500 a month. So kind of expensive <laughs> to be sharing, you know, your room with other girls and sharing a bathroom. Okay, um, this model house is not connected to Jeffrey Epstein, right? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Thank God. I don't know if I'd be here today. <laughs> yeah. So what? Okay, so you would stay there. Do you have photo shoots there? How do, what about groceries? How do you get food? Uh, so we all buy our own food. Ah. And nobody else eats our food. <laughs> but... Yeah, we don't have photo shoots there. It's normally not that pretty of a place. You know, it's kind of just like, think very dorm, you know. Gotcha. Very yeah. college-like. Yes, yes. What are, some, what are some of the catty things that have happened, if you remember? Um, so, 
if you were being very successful and then there was another girl that wasn't, you know, thriving as much as you were, sometimes they would get jealous. And um, one time it didn't happen to me, but it happened to my roommate where they took all of um, a girl's clothes out of the dryer and just threw them out onto the street. And they were like all over the road. So she lost all her clothes that day. Um, and then other things, it's just like normal bickering, you know, cause a lot of these girls are young. Uh, we're all like teenagers, early twenties and our parents 15. Yes. Yeah, some that 15. young, right? Because usually models, when you walk the one way, it's around that age, 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of us don't really have, uh, living experience or without having our parents there to clean up after us so a lot of times it's a mess girls will leave like their food and their pots and pans and just not really clean up after each other um yeah and so you lived there for a couple months as a model house does the real estate help you uh to book gigs or go sees no he just does the housing um our agency um because how did all you find it this model house. So the real estate agent works through the agencies. Like he reaches out and says, Hey, I have this model house. If you need any girls that need housing. Oh, okay. I understand now. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hey, Hey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also wanted to ask about uh, brand theory. What is brandy theory? What is your workout venture about? Oh, well, I feel like I always, when I was young, wanted to know like what kind of workouts the models did. And, um, and I found this workout that I loved, which was like Matt Pilates. So you pretty much that are doing so hard. I like it better with the equipment. I'm so lazy. <laughs> the equipment is so much fun, but, um, I don't have one at home. So, <laughs> uh, so it's nice because it's something that you can just roll out wherever, you know, it was something that I did when I was traveling. So whenever, you know, pre COVID when I would fly around a lot and I didn't have a gym I could go to, it was something where I could just lay out a mat in my hotel room and get a quick little workout in. And, um, this yeah. is not a full-time business, right? You're not a personal trainer or anything. No, no, I'm not. It's just me trying to share what I've learned over the time that I've been a model and that sort of thing. How did you get started with modeling? So I wanted originally to be an actress when I was young and I would go wow. to like, like acting classes uh, and acting castings. And they would always say, Brandy, have you thought about being a model? Because you're so tall. <laughs> like You should be a model. And eventually uh, acting wasn't going very well. So I was like, well, let me try modeling. And I just fell in love with it. Uh, so what I did was, is I had a mother agency um, that I had heard about one of the what, girls. In my what agency? Mother agency? Yeah. So there's a couple different kinds of agencies, modeling agencies. A mother agency doesn't quite help you get jobs, but they help you find representation and other markets with like big agencies, you know, like Next or Wilhelmina or something like that. So you start by sending in photos to a mother agency who is pretty much like your personal manager. You know, she's going to build your career for you, make the best decisions. 
And so I sent in photos. I went in for a meeting. They really liked me. So we started to get to work with building a portfolio because I needed something to show the big agencies to be like, hey, look, this is what I look like in photos. Um, you know, sign sign me. <laughs> Have you, wait, how old were you when you first got signed with an agency? So when I signed with my mother agency, I was 14. And then when I signed with my first modeling agency down in Miami, I was 15. And what were you doing uh, for modeling? So I did a lot of... Um, clothing? What? Clothing? Yeah, yeah, clothing. Um, my first job was kind of this high fashion brand. And we wore lots of like baggy clothes. And I, ha I remember I had this really big gold necklace that like wrapped around my neck. So it was like very high fashion. Um, and then after that, they loved me for like prom dresses, wedding dresses. You know, I was always trying on so many dresses. So whenever I get married, I know exactly what dress I want. <laughs> which which uh, agency are you affiliated with now? Um, so right now I'm with some smaller agencies in LA. I'm signed with uh, Lips LA and they're more of like a boutique agency. And then I have... Um, an agency in Miami still. Wow. Um, so you have different, different representation. At different yeah, on, yeah. So I can only have one agency in each city, but I can have, you know, multiple agencies, as many cities as there are on the earth. <laughs> oh, wow. Even so, what if you were signed with uh, the big ones like for, for it, can you still have other representation agency? I assume not. No, you can. It just depends because sometimes wow. they have like all inclusive. So it matters if you sign um, like Ford International, then uh -huh. Ford is your only agency. But if you do like Ford New York or Ford LA, then you're good to, you know, continue by like having different agencies. What are some of the uncomfortable moments you, you encounter while modeling? Oh, man. <laughs> I bet you have a lot. <laughs> people yeah, that, always see the glamorous side but they don't know that there's also sometimes a lot of emotional trauma behind it oh definitely definitely I definitely started way too young <laughs> in my opinion to start modeling because there's a lot of pressure um I don't not so much anymore or maybe I've just kind of grown out of that section that I was in when I started modeling but I remember going into castings and they'll just like pick you apart right in front of you. You know, they'll be like, we don't like this about you. We don't like that about you. Or um, like I would, I would work out. I was always healthy. I would work out for about an hour a day and eat clean, eat as I should. And um, I went into a casting and this older woman, she's like 50 and she's telling me, you just need to do like 50 sit-ups a night and then you'll be perfect. You just keep doing your sit-ups. Okay. And like pushing these things on you. Or um, one time I came into a casting which I drove six hours to go to this uh, makeup casting. And I showed up and the lady right in front of me after driving six hours goes, oh, you look like much prettier wearing makeup. You should never like go out without makeup on. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, why are you saying this? <laughs> but people don't treat you like uh, people a lot of times when you're doing modeling because you're more of like the product, you know, so they are just very, they objectify you pretty much. What made you stay in the industry despite all the setbacks? Um, I think I had 
perseverance and I believed in myself and I thought I could make it uh, farther. And I'm so glad I stuck with it um, because I definitely wouldn't be here and have the freedom that I have now. And also, I didn't really know what I wanted to do other than modeling at that time. So I was like, I really want to just try and see this through. And I felt like if I gave up, I would think in like 10, 20 years, what if I had, you know, continued and pushed through, you know, what would life have been like then? So have you traveled internationally for work before? Oh, yeah. Really? I, um, I worked in London. Uh, I worked in Germany. And I was working a lot in Colombia, going there like every month or sometimes twice a month. I was working a lot. Um, the South American clients, they're so great. They're such lovely people and they're so relaxed. And we have like four meals a day. So we'll have like breakfast and then we'll have snack time, lunch time, snack time. So it's such a great time working with them. Have you ever, have you ever thought about auditioning for America's Next Top Model or any kind of one of those reality TV shows? Maybe at the beginning of when I was starting modeling, but I feel like whenever you do a reality TV show like America's Next Top Model, um, not necessarily like any of the other reality TV shows, but when you're doing that one, you kind of get labeled as the America's Next Top Model model. Yeah, so it's, I get what you're saying. I, you know, break out of that mold once you're in it, you know? Yeah, the, the American version versus the international version of the top model is very, very different. There are actually more strict, more strict than Amer American. American is kind of like really their requirements. No, it's uh true. I watch Australia and they really tell you, you know, you're not cut out for this. Wow. I haven't watched any of the international ones. I've like seen that they make them, but I haven't watched any of them yet. Yeah, Australia, UK, those those are very, very competitive. Wow. It, 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 it's more, I feel like it's more representative of the of the industry versus yeah. made for made for TV reality show. Uh-huh. No, yeah, because America's next top mall. Uh, model is definitely reality you know <laughs> what happened to you and your ex-boyfriend how long were you together why did you why did you break up um so we were together for two years a pretty long time and he wanted to stay in new york he loved new york and i just didn't want to be there anymore i felt like new york would make me claustrophobic uh especially especially living in the little studio apartment. And uh, during COVID, it was just like too much for me. So we had to part ways, uh, but we ended on good terms and everything like that. How was it like to break up? Uh, I mean, not fun. Especially pack all the stuff and <laughs> while he's still yeah. there, right? Oh, hard, yeah. Um, it was really intense. Like at the beginning when I told him like, oh, I think, you know, I think, this is going to be over. I'm going to move out. Um, he's like, well, you need to go get a hotel room across the street because wow. I don't want you to. Yeah. But he warmed up to the idea. That was just like his emotions, you know, and um, I packed up everything and left and we left on good terms. Um, but of course it was hard. And even though I was the one breaking up, it was really hard on me too. Because uh, you're like, oh, I'm causing so much pain to this relationship. You know, like you see them sad and you're like, it's because of me. So it's hard. How did you guys meet? 
Um, we actually met through a friend. Uh, one of my friends was like, oh, Brandy, come out with me. Uh, there's like this cute guy that's coming out tonight. So we actually went out dancing and then me and him just hit it off really well. And uh, in New York, it's uh, we moved in so fast. We were dating for like a couple days and then all of a sudden I was living with him. <laughs> it was crazy. What happened? Because you were, are you, were you in a model house? No, you were in Florida or were you in New York at that time? In New York, yeah. In New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, when I moved to New York, I lived in a model apartment again for like two months. And then I met him and he was like, Brandy, why do you keep going back over to the model apartment? Just like stay over here. I like having you here. So then I moved over. <laughs> It was super fast, though. <laughs> have you been dating in, in, in Los Angeles? Yeah, I have. Um, I... Uh, started dating this one guy his name's Tommy and he is just the most amazing man um he's actually living with me right now <laughs> where is he is he there right now no he's not here he's at work but uh yeah so we started dating uh, seriously about two or three months ago so how did that happen him moving it moving into your apartment that's very rare very unusual usually <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, for the last two years, um, he works remotely and he has a lot of clients all over the world. So he travels all over the world and doesn't really have a home. And um, I was like, I like LA. I'm going to be in LA. And he's like, well, I can work from anywhere. Um, I'll come to LA with you. And I was like, well, you can stay here too. Um, but he didn't have really um, an apartment or anything like that before. This is a one bedroom. Um, it's pretty spacious. It's like 780 square feet. It's pretty nice. How did you meet your current boyfriend? Um, so he slid into my DMs. <laughs> And or Instagram? On Instagram. Man, yeah. I need to start doing that. I didn't know that actually could happen. Like if you message someone on Instagram, they actually, they actually respond. Especially you, you have so many, you must have so many DMs. Oh, I have a lot, but it's yeah. actually fun for me to like go through and scroll through my DMs. I love it because you get all these like crazy things. And then occasionally you'll get somebody. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to look through whenever you're bored, you know, like waiting at a doctor's appointment or waiting for your food to come. It's really you fun. You don't mind the hate? I don't get a whole hate. Yeah, honest. Sometimes I get like one where you're just like, really? But a lot of times my followers are super supportive and I really appreciate that. Um, they're all very nice. Wait, I totally forgot. You just mentioned how you met your boyfriend and I forgot. Can you, can you repeat that, please? <laughs> yeah, so he slid into my DMs. Oh, and yes, yeah. What did yes. he say? <laughs> uh, he actually sent a voice note to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Is it like, do you usually check your DMs and respond or is it like, like a coincidence that you saw his DM at the, at the right time? I mean, it was definitely the right time that I had seen his DM because if he would have sent it to me a year ago, I would not have responded, you know, because uh, it was with my last boyfriend. So it was definitely right time. And uh, he was lucky that he somehow ended up at the top of my request DMs and then Yeah, he just kind of caught my attention and he invited me on a trip to uh, Tulum. And I was like, 
okay, I normally don't do that sort of thing. And um, another friend that I knew was going, a photographer, and they were going to shoot a little piece for me for Maxim. And I would get to meet him at the same time. So I was like, all right, fine, let's do it. So, and then we really clicked. And then he came back to LA with me. This one is this year, right? In Tulum? Mm-hmm. What is your boyfriend's name? Uh, his name is Tommy. Tommy, what does Tommy do that he can work remotely? Is he a software engineer? No, so he uh, works with the, he owns a digital marketing uh, Oh, company. very cool. You yeah. can, hey, he can do your website, give you advice about all the marketing tips. No, he is. Yeah, he's helping me a lot and I love it. And uh, it's great because any of his clients that need a marketing, I mean, I'm an influencer. So we're just like helping each other, sending brands to each other and really being like a little power couple. Your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Do you, did you start posting workout videos or did you post other content first and then pivot to workout videos? So I started workout videos. Um, but now I'm kind of opening up a little bit more. I just posted my first vlog today. Um, and then last week I posted, uh, what I eat in a day. Yeah. Uh, I saw that one. Who, who make your videos because they're really good. Oh, thank What's you so right? much. No, I, I edited them. I love editing. It's, I got this awesome software and I just do it myself. Uh, that one was a lot of work though. <laughs> do you use Final Cut or iMovie? No, I use Filmora. Never heard of it. That must be like uh, one of those professional ones. Yeah, it's like one step below, um, like the Photoshop one. So it's a little bit more user friendly, uh, but it works really, really nice. And they have a lot of like pre-programmed like titles and stuff like that. So I can just like insert them in. Oh, do you plan your your content then? It really it it looked like you it you did it a spur of the moment. No? You plan your um, content? Yeah, I mean it, I try to make it seem natural. Um, but it was a little bit planned. I definitely planned do you have on a script. Do you have a script when you record your videos? Oh no, no, I just talk. Yeah. How did you grow your Instagram and TikTok to the following? How long have you been on, on those platforms? Oh, so on Instagram, I've been on there for like four, five years. Yeah, around high school. That's about when I started it. Um, I didn't start taking it seriously, though, until COVID hit. Like um, when COVID started, I was at 36,000 followers and by tomorrow, I'll be at like half a million. So it's been What's great. That? Fuck. Yeah, it's insane. How? Um, wait, wait, wait. From thirty six thousand? Yeah, at the beginning of COVID. Did you did you use ads? No, I didn't use ads or anything like that. Um, I think the most important thing, the biggest tip that I can give, is to post every day at the same time. So whatever time is good for you, whether it's at the morning, which is what I prefer, like doing like a nine ten a.m. post, wow. or posting in the afternoon at lunchtime or in the evening but pick a time that you can always post on every day and make sure you post because if you don't um 
it's hard to keep the momentum going, but people will start to expect you to post at that time. Like there was times where maybe I missed or I showed up late and maybe I made a post around like 4 PM. But by that time, people were already sending me DMs like, Brandy, are you okay? I didn't see your post this morning. <laughs> wow, you actually post every day. My problem is I'm not consistent. And I always don't know what to post, especially videos. Yeah, I mean, you could do a little content guide and a little content outline where you have like a calendar and you, um, you don't have to have a photo already for the entire month, but you could say like, um, Mondays I post, you know, my outfit for the week or like oh wow I didn't think of that what else what else <laughs> yeah so you kind of just like label them you know Friday it could be you with like some food like what you're eating that day or um you know you at a beautiful location and just kind of schedule it that way how much time did it take for you to finish your YouTube videos for example the what you eat in a day how many hours do you do, do you do for editing and then uploading it? Okay. So the, what I eat in a day before I edited it, it was an hour and a half long. It was a really long video and I shoved it down somehow into 17 minutes, which is crazy. Um, but that took a lot of editing because I did have to watch it for the whole hour and a half and then to chop out the right pieces. So it probably took about like five hours um, full just sitting down and editing it and then like picking music and everything. So the, the what, uh, what I eat in a day. So you will film, stop, and then two o'clock you film, and then five o'clock you film, and then six o'clock you film, and then jumble together. It's one hour yeah. or, is it, or is it the whole hour you're, you're sitting down and doing it? <laughs> So yeah, when I'm filming it, I'll do the first, you know, for breakfast, I'll film that. And then mm -hmm. for lunch, I'll film that. And then dinner, I'll film that. I don't go and film it all at once. Um, so they're all filmed throughout the day. And then the next day, I'll like upload it to my computer, um, check it out, start making little cuts. And but it does take a long time. It does take like, probably the entire thing. Uh, filming it and everything like that is probably like eight hours, like a full day's work. How do you deal with perverts? Oh, uh, ignore. <laughs> if they get too crazy, I block them. Um, I do have a pretty crazy block list. It's like just thousands of people that I've blocked. Um, but yeah, as long as they don't. Okay. So if they message my family, immediately. How do you know your family? Well, they'll know, they'll look me up on Facebook. All right. Whoa. And they'll look up, you know, my family on Facebook. So they like find it. And then uh, my brother has special needs. And whenever he gets a message from a creepy guy, I'm like, oh my God, please don't. <laughs> like it's such an invasion of privacy. <laughs> oh my God. If I ever get cast on the circle, I'm going to go as a catfish. I'm going to use your photos. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> have you seen do you know about the circle on netflix yeah yeah i've actually been watching um what is it married at first sight lately which one is it the u.s the uk one which one i think it's the u.s one married at first sight it's where these people are in these rooms and they don't even get to see each other until they're married is it love is blind yes is it on, is it on netflix or regular yeah. tv Lines, yeah. Say that again. Where? Yeah. 
That's it. Uh huh. Okay, so it's probably mar married at married at first married at first sight. Yeah. The married at first sight in U.S. is actually pretty tame. There's one going on right now that is the uh, in the I don't remember whether it's the U.K. or Australia. U.K. But both both of those are the counselors are really involved, and there's like a lot of affairs, like people cheating with other people's spouse oh because they gosh. feel like they're not compatible with their current spouse. <laughs> it, it, it's it's more like America's Next top, top Model. I feel like the U.S. version is very tame. Really, I know yeah. some of the uh, um, European reality shows. They're crazy. They're so crazy. You can go on Too Hot to Handle. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh, that one's so funny. Uh, I actually got reached out to go on. What is it? Oh, Fuckboy Island. <laughs> Wait, how did that happen? They just go. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually knew a girl who was on Fuckboy Island. I forgot her name though, but I met her at one of my photo shoots like last month. Um, so that was funny. Yeah. Um, but did they I reach out to you on Instagram or email? Instagram in my DMs. Wow, and you happen to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and did you respond back? Uh, no, I didn't respond back because I wasn't really interested. Uh, but in December um, 2020, I did a reality TV show. Um, I think it, it might have came out by now. I'll have to check. It's on Amazon. Um, but it's called Miss Multiverse. And it was kind of like a... Um, it was themed kind of like a beauty pageant, but it wasn't about like beauty or anything like that. It was more about, um, challenging us. So we did all these different challenges. Like, uh, we did a fitness competition, a leadership challenge. We did like capture the flag. So we were doing all these different challenges to see who was the most multifaceted, uh, female. And I was representing America, but we had like, uh, oh, it's international. Yeah. Yeah. It was international. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we had like Miss Russia, Miss Australia, and we we're all there like competing against each other. How did you get tied up with that project? Damn, you've uh, been really lucky so far. Like opportunities like, are just throwing <laughs> themselves to you. Yeah, I mean, I think it all has to do with like building my Instagram and building my following. You know, it gets me seen uh, under different eyes and people are like, oh, maybe she would like to do this or uh, she would be perfect for this. Um, but yeah, how did you get how did you get uh, involved with Miss Multiverse? Is that what the show is called? Yeah, that's what it's called. They the same way they slid into my DMs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and where uh, was this film? Uh, it was filmed in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. Wow! And this, I'm assuming you you live in a model model house. So this one, um, the Hard Rock Hotel sponsored us and we all shared a room. Um, so me and Miss Russia had a hotel room with two beds and all the girls were just in different hotel rooms. Uh, so it was really nice. Are you being filmed 24-7? Not 24-7. We would be filmed a good portion of the day though. We get filmed like start early. Oh, it was really, it was really exhausting. We started like, 8 a.m. and then we'd film until like 10 p.m. It was long days. It was crazy. And it was every day too. We didn't have a day off. <laughs> and 
And what about the food and groceries they provided for you? Is it like a, there's a cafeteria? Yeah, so uh, we had a couple different restaurants that we could pick from that were in the hotel. And they just sponsored us and gave us free food, which was amazing and really nice. Get, do you get to use your phone or social media? Yeah, you can use your phone. We actually had to use our phone for some different aspects of it. Like uh, we built a charity um, to sponsor some people uh, who are poor in the Dominican Republic. And want, we like built them a new house and that sort of thing. So that was all filmed. And we um, tried to collect money through using like our social media and tried to bring in money to help fund that project. How do you get so, so comfortable with your body? Um, I think it was just something that you just kind of get used to. Because when you're modeling, um, you're, you're pretty much just changing and dressing in front of people all the time. You know, like when you're doing a runway show, everybody runs back there. And you don't have time to think about, uh, you know, who's looking at you or who's not. You just all throw your clothes off because you have like, 30 seconds before the next outfit has to be on and you have to be walking on that stage again. So you kind of just like um, dissociate and don't uh, really think about your body in that same way anymore after modeling for so long. Even during 14 and 15, you feel comfortable getting in and out of clothes in front of photographer, photographers and fashion shows? Um, like um like a photo shoot they'll have like a little wall and stuff like that to where you get dressed behind especially when you're younger uh, but with like runway it's just kind of spontaneous and only the people who are back there like they don't have photographers back there when you're changing it's the the fitters you know the people who are dressing you the stylist um and then the client and you're just kind of running out in circles but uh with photo shoots they do have like a little wall that they'll make or if you're doing a beach photo shoot they have these little um they'll hold a towel around you or something like that um but a lot of times you'll be changing with other models you know like maybe there'll be two or three models on set and you guys will all be back there and you're just changing um when you were doing a uh, miss multiverse how much mm -hmm. did you get paid to be on reality tv i always wondered um so this one wasn't paid it was kind of a smaller thing and it was like during covid i wasn't really working at this time so i just did it for fun and for free um so that one wasn't paid at all how was the covid pro protocol uh so we had to get tested or going and then when we were walking around, they gave us these like clear masks. Um, so you could still see our face, but they were see-through. Um, and then when we were actually filming, we had our masks off. Do you need to quarantine for two weeks after taking the test? No, you just had to take the test. That was it. Uh, uh, another question is what, what other areas do you see your, yourself crossing over to? Um, so I would like to eventually start my own business. Whoa. And I mean, like I was telling you earlier, I'm thinking about, you know, having some merch, uh, to where I could sell that. Um, and then, yeah, I would like to eventually start my own business so that I don't have to really depend on modeling anymore. Cause modeling is kind of like wishy-washy, you know, some days, I mean, some months you'll work a lot and then some months you won't work at all. And especially with COVID, it's been really hard. Like work has been 
crazy depending on if it's spiking or if it's not spiking. And a lot of clients don't feel comfortable, you know, doing photo shoots the way they used to anymore. Really? Mm -hmm. What are some of the stuff that has changed? Okay. So one of the, they really cut down on the amount of people that'll be on set. Ah, uh, makes sense. Yeah. And a lot of them don't even do like makeup and hair anymore. Uh, we normally have a makeup stylist and a hairstylist, but now I have to do it myself <laughs> and I'm spoiled and I'm like, I don't want to do it myself anymore. <laughs> yeah. Part of, part, of, part of the perks of being yeah. a model is you get to get glam, glammed up. Yeah. Right. And I'm not that good at it. <laughs> Talking about makeup. I do feel I do feel like the makeup right now is too overdone that oh, you yeah. don't look like the same person without a makeup. Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's more like drag makeup when th that it, regular people yeah. are wearing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially if they overline their lips too much. Oh, I don't like when they do that. <laughs> when did this trend start? Um, I think it used to be like this. It started with drag and then it became um, the Instagram makeup, you know, all these ah, girls. Ah, you are right. Yeah. <laughs> and then all this YouTuber, James Charles and, and yeah. all this Tatiana drama. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I know. I can't keep up. It's so crazy. I can't keep up. But sometimes uh, it will, the YouTube will recommend, recommend like random channels in the algorithm. I think yeah. it's called like a tea time or whatever, and I'll watch it. Time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they actually like start from the beginning and like tell you the timeline timeline of it. I know. They're crazy. They get it all like set up. They somehow like decipher it all. <laughs> you know who is Trisha Paytas? Oh, YouTuber? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have like mixed feelings about Trisha Paytas. Yeah, she's really out there, man. She really do not hold anything back, yo. Uh, it's crazy how much she puts of herself online, you know. But she makes so much money too. Yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> I think it feel like um, there's no there's no balance. I understand that she likes uh, something about it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely uh, an entrepreneur and a businesswoman because in order to get as far as she did and yeah. turn herself into the brand that she has, I mean, that's impressive. And you have to give her, um, you know, props for that. Yeah. But it does seem a little toxic, but I know that's kind of her niche, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely fun to watch her because uh, she's kind of a train wreck. Uh, I love following the whole Moses and H H three H three podcast. Can't pronounce okay. it. H three. Oh my God. My accent. Sometimes <laughs> I hate it. H three H three. I'm surprised some people actually understand my English when I, when I do a podcast sometimes. Good though. <laughs> are you, are um, you following the H H three H three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Frenemies. I love the Frenemies podcast. It was so good. <laughs> I like that when they Ethan put on makeup as well. Oh God, yeah. Or what about when he was? Uh, what was it like, Uncle Uncle Fred or something? And they had his like face painted white. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and 
And I, you know, you know what? I even, even though Ethan denied that he finds Trisha Paytas attractive, you, I, I can see that he still has a little thing for her. Just, just, just from the chemistry and body language. Oh yeah, no, they got along super well. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. And now she's dating a uh, Hilla's brother Moses. Yeah. Uh huh. Are you are and, engaged now? Are they still engaged? Because I, I thought- have no clue because uh, because there was no uh, T channel recommended to me. <laughs> I don't know. I follow me on um, YouTube. You know how they have like the little stories now that pop up on the app. Huh? Uh, with- no, I don't have the app. What is it? Oh, so they do like it's almost kind of like TikTok where they're little stories. And I clicked on one and it happened to be Trisha Paytas. And she was just like sobbing and saying that she was so sorry to Moses. And I was like, I don't know what just happened, but something big happened. (laughs) Yeah. um, Ethan's Ethan's parents are actually pretty entertaining. They're really good. podcasters. I know. And I learned so much about Monarch Butterflies. (laughs) Monarch Butterflies. Do you mean like MK Ultra kind of thing? I mean, um, she did uh, a couple things about monarch butterflies, uh, Ethan's mom. Oh, I thought you were. So this has nothing to do with uh, CIA MKUltra, right? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not that one. <laughs> okay. What was monarch butterflies? Well, apparently they're, um, they're endangered species now. And she was just trying to promote them and like, uh, talk about how we need to plant milkweeds because they need to eat milkweeds when they're traveling. And there's like significantly a lot less uh, monarchs than there used to be. Have you, have you met Logan Paul? Have you met I, one of those people? <laughs> so I've met Keemstar. Oh um, boy. Keemstar. Isn't, is, doesn't Keemstar have a beef with, with Ethan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what is. I don't know um, what is the source. What is what first started it? But I only know that from the T channel that um, after Trisha quit Frenemy's podcast, uh, she did a, a a podcast episode with Chemstar. As uh-huh. like, that's like a jab. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I'll have to watch that one. Yeah, yeah, and. So- um, and what happened was Ethan, you know, Ethan, he always like brand and brand sometimes. Okay. Like, I can't, I can't do three hours of your podcast. So when Trisha Paytas went on Kimstar podcast, Ethan's YouTube channel was under suspension for two weeks. So he was pissed oh, because oh. he doesn't have, he, he could not retaliate with video. Oh, yeah, he has to, so like he was using Twitter and Instagram. Oh, wow. How did you meet Kim Star? So one of my friends had met him before and we were at dinner and she was like, oh, we should go meet up with uh, Kim Star. Kim Star's at uh, Delilah. So we went over there and um, I met him and we went out with him. We went out to the club, but he was actually really cool um, and didn't quite act like his YouTuber channel self. <laughs> but he was he was cool. He was fun. Maybe it's because he is with a bunch of girls. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What is Delilah? Is it a nightclub or a restaurant? That's a restaurant. Um, 
So it's kind of a, it's a pretty popular restaurant when it comes to like famous people and stuff like that. They like to go there. Have you had any celebrity sightings so far? Um, not a whole lot. Um, so I ran into Bill Nye, the science guy. I mean, that was pretty cool. <laughs> you recognize him instantly without the, the jacket, the white lab coat? <laughs> He was actually uh, not wearing a lab coat, but he did have like a little uh, blazer on. So he was pretty recognizable. Um, and then I've met, I've seen, I can't say I've met, but I've seen like Drake, uh, Nicki Minaj. Um, from where? From a, at a restaurant? At a nightclub also. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. This is a frequent, if this is a, a normal thing in LA that you just, see celebrities around and like yeah yeah it's pretty normal <laughs> um they're all What? around go ahead go ahead i cut you off oh no i was just saying yeah they're all around here even in new york too they're like all over the place have you had any uh celebrities uh dm you yeah um tyga slid into my dms you know after uh bruce come out as caitlin jenner Um, mm -hmm. everything made so much sense now when I watched back the old episodes of Kardashian season. Oh, how yeah. Was like how he wanted like to keep his hair long and how he wanted to wear ear earrings and, and all of that. It's sort uh -huh. of like, I understand. I understand now looking back at all the previous seasons, don't you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> you can totally see it. Oh, no, my goodness. Like come out so late in life too, but I'm glad he did. Yeah. Oh, I remember now what I wanted to ask you. Do while you were underage, do you have to deal with creepy photographers? Um, I haven't really had that much experience with creepy photographers. Definitely ones who have said things that I'm like, okay, that's like uncomfortable. But nobody like what? Like what? Um, like one time I was shooting like in a bikini. And I was like shivering. I was cold and a photographer came around. I was, I was 19. I was a little bit older than, um, underage, but he came and like wrapped me up in a towel and like gave me a hug and was like rubbing me up and down like this, trying to warm me up. And I was like, that's a little too much. I don't know if I need a hug, uh, by this old man, you know, who's like 50. And then other than that, nothing like crazy um for example one time i was shooting like lingerie this happened recently and the photographer was like uh said to somebody else don't worry brandy's not shy and i'm like you don't even like know me how do you know how i feel you know so that was kind of weird but nothing too much to where it really crossed the line oh you know what actually i did a music video with um J-Lo's ex-husband. What's his name? Mark Rodriguez. Mark Anthony. Oh, Mark Anthony. Wow, her first husband. Yeah. And um, we were shooting a music video. And it wasn't in the call sheet that he wanted us to kiss him. So, and they're supposed to, if there's going to be a kiss in a music video, it needs to be in the call sheet beforehand. So you can like confirm. And then we're shooting a scene and the director pulled all of us girls aside individually and was like, Hey, you guys need to kiss Mark Anthony. 
And I was like, oh, I don't, uh, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. And then the director was like, well, all the other girls said, yes, you're the only one who's saying no. And it would be kind of like, you know, weird if you didn't. So she kind of like pressured, peer pressured. And then finally I agreed. And then we did the scene and we did the scene again. And then we did the scene the third time. And the guy was like, to me specifically, he's like, I'm going to need you to kiss me a little bit longer. You're kissing me too quick. So like we shot the scene again and given they didn't even use the scene in the music video. It was just for like his own fun. And, um, after speaking to the girls after that, other girls were like, yeah, I was uncomfortable. And I said, I didn't really want to do it. And she said that all of you girls said yes. So she was saying it to everybody else, just trying to like peer pressure us into it. And it worked. Um, but yeah, that was the craziest thing that happened to me. <laughs> uh, one time I was in an Uber and it wasn't quite like that, but I sat down and I guess the woman who was driving she wasn't able to find a daycare for her child and it was like an um an suv kind of and it had like a trunk and when i was sitting there not knowing all of a sudden her kid pops up from behind me and like pops his head out and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have a heart attack there's a human behind me <laughs> like it's it was like just the trunk okay it can go down right it's one yeah. of the no, so she had hit her child in the trunk because you're not supposed to have people when you're Uber driving. But I'm like, oh my God, come on, put him in the front seat. <laughs> like, like, you're scaring me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also, usually that is illegal too because apparently you need to have like a, a child seat or something if you're like driving in the car. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. The kid was probably about like seven or eight. Um, but yeah, when you did the music driving in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely the kid was probably about like seven or eight. Um, but yeah, when you did the music video with Mark Anthony, how long ago was that? Uh, so that was a while ago. That was like 2018. Did you go, it was this an agency work? Yeah, it was. Yeah. You go back and tell your, your manager what happened. So what I did was, um, I ended up leaving after that scene, um, because I felt really uncomfortable and, um, I just didn't want to be there anymore. And I was frustrated with the way that Mark Anthony was acting because even off the set, he was like touching us, like, you know, touching like our low backs and just kind of being sleazy. And I was like, I don't want to be in this environment. So I ended up leaving, um, and I told my agency, you know, why I left and they're like, okay, that's fine. And then I went and I made a Facebook post about it because I was just venting and my agency saw the Facebook post and freaked out on me and told me that I needed to like take it down. So I ended up being hushed. Um, and I took it down because I wanted to stay on their good side, uh, but I shouldn't have, but, um, is it, is this your personal or one of those, uh, Facebook yeah. pages? It was my personal. Oh, and they have, do you add them as friends and they saw it? Well, what happened was other people were sharing it, you know? So like people were sharing my post and it somehow got around and uh, yeah, they saw it. Oh my God. I'm so glad. Actually, I'm so glad, but also I'm surprised that you haven't gotten into a more seedy situation. Yeah, no, I've been really, really lucky. 
um, as far as that stuff goes. Um, I know some of my friends that haven't been so lucky, but yeah, I've been really lucky. That was probably the worst situation. Have you, have you ever, like, what do you do when somebody, when you're talking to someone, either a guy or a girl, and they don't make eye contact with you? What do you do when somebody, when you're talking to someone, either a guy or a girl, and they don't make eye contact with you, like, keep looking at your boobs? Do you say anything? You're like, excuse me, or do you just let it pass? Um, if that's the kind of conversation we're having, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, we'll see ya. Um, but I've definitely had people like rudely hit on me to where I've been like busy, like walking down the street, like, like on my grab phone. your butt, not grab my butt, but they'll like run up and try to just like talk to me so intensely that I'm like on the phone and they're like, kind of like right here, like, wait, 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 please. Let me have a minute. Let me have a minute. Just one second. I'm like, I'm doing business right now. Please, <laughs> you are not my priority. <laughs> what are you going to do now? Um, so I have a boxing class. So I'm going to go work out. Um, and then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Relax. I'm talking to a high school friend or something. Oh, me too. I had a great time. Thank I was so not expecting you to know about Trisha Paytas and all the <laughs> frenemies drama. I know. I just recently started getting into watching it like uh, six months ago or something. Yes. <laughs> we do this again. In the yeah, future. no, we should. Definitely. Yeah, I still feel like we have a lot to talk about. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>